The Longhorn Notebook. Uh, the Longhorn Notebook uh, continued even with the academic and athletic school year in the books, as we know. Um, what's the old phrase about there are two seasons in Texas? There's football season and spring football and all that kind of stuff, and, and we all know better, but it's an old uh, an old uh, use phrase. But to support the whole thought process that football is a year-round process in the state because of the importance of the lifeblood of itself recruiting. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian and his staff continue to be recruiting war horses on the front. Uh, the Longhorns hosted 20 prospects from across the country on official visits over the weekend. They did get a pair of commitments on Saturday Four-star defensive back prospect Santana Wilson from Scottsdale, Arizona, committed to the Longhorns from Desert Mountain High. He's the son of former uh, NFL All-Pro safety Adrian Wilson. Then yesterday, uh, wide receiver uh, Chris Jackson uh, getting his first commitment, San Antonio area kid out of Smithson Valley. Um, Freddie DuBose, who was at Church Clemens, played at Church Clemens, then the Smithson, and suffered an ACL injury and and has come back from it. Uh, but he has he's committed as well uh, to the long run. So that's good. The good news there is that the beat goes on for yeah. a lot of them. Uh, great weekend for, for Texas this past weekend. I'm going to plug, since Jeff is in here, get to horns247.com. Uh, some really good stuff on Horns247 from last week, including on Micah Hudson's latest. I know a lot of Texas fans are very interested Micah Hudson, and they had a one-on-one with him. And it sounds like 2023 season will have a huge, huge impact on where Micah decides to end up at. Okay. All right. He's he's had good things to say about Texas, but he's had good things to say about other places yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure. And uh, there was some Twitter stuff today um, that, I, if a Texas fan, I urge you to ignore. But Micah Hudson caught wind of some um, un unnice things said about him on some on a message board that I I, I will not name. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, the only thing I'd say about that sort of deal is I would hope I would hope that any prospect would be able to judge a university and a football program on the merits merits of those two of the school and of the football program and not what fans on a message board would be saying 100%. about him. Yeah, 100%. And, and what you also hope is that uh, whatever advisors and people who uh, have his ear, be it his parents and or uh, you know other family advisors, would counsel him similarly, would say – you're going to find that on message boards supporting every single major football program in the country, mm-hmm. in the SEC, in the Big 12, in the Pac-12, in the in the Big 10, in the ACC, all of the Power 5 conferences. They're, they have very, very active message boards. And in large measure, a lot of that – that means it's it, it it can be good for the program because there's it generates great interest. It can also uh, be not good in that uh, fans who feel a little too invested in the program emotionally 
then might take it upon itself to say something or write something or tweet something or text something disparaging about a student-athlete if he's just even considering another program. That's yeah. that's just silly. I, you, you know, um, guys are going to make their decision on, you know, whatever they whatever they want to do, and there's no point in trashing a young man who might be considering going to another place. Yeah, just for, for those, just act like an adult, right? I mean, imagine if there was a message board for him based on what you were doing at age 18. Yeah. It probably wouldn't be great, would it? And so for a kid right. who's considering other schools and some might be rivals of Texas, I mean, that's the whole point of recruiting, right? You want to go and you want to visit these other schools and see what's the best place for you to play at. Sure. you got to respect that. Absolutely. You don't need to you know, harp on the kid and say negative things like, I don't want him to come here because he might go to this other school. And then it ends up on social media, and then he sees it and has to reply to it, and that's not a good look for your university. But as you mentioned, Craig, it's happening on every single message board forum. So I think, I'm, I think at this point I'm anti-message board forum. Or at least the at least the idiots who who post stuff like that. Okay, you know I, I I tell Jeff I admire him at times because he has to deal with some of that stuff oh, in brutal. the chat rooms and things like that that he has to he has to deal with that, and again, a large majority of this uh, is engendered by fans who really really want the team to do well but then feel a little whatever jilted or burned or not happy or whatever if if a if a four star prospect let alone a five star you know is even considering another school i mean people got a right to consider what they want yeah. and and to do that and uh so like somebody else said please note you don't know what the motive is of the person placing uh, what a mouse can be is an anonymous message yeah. on a message board so, it could be and, a, it could be an opposing fan that has an be. account it and can that's, be that's definitely happened before it can be, and and uh, you know that's that's part of it. Uh, so, <laughs> Longhorn and Lovett goes, and Craig Tech fans posing as Longhorn fans. Hey, it it happens with every major program that they're going to be fans who pose as fans of an institution and and say things just to cast a negative light on a program. It happens with every program, every program. So. Uh, it, it's check your message boards for for whatever program. It it happens. It's a reality of it. And what you hope, as I mentioned, is that the student athlete either is able to figure that out or receives the intel from family and friends and advisors saying, "You do realize that a lot of this might not be genuine. It might be people who aren't actually mm-hmm. speaking in the interest of the program they really want to win. And even if they are." A lot of times it's people who are going to have no impact on your life and should have no impact on your decision to attend a university for uh, what you want to do, what you desire to do as your course of study, and the football program, the coaching staff, and and uh, the program itself. Maybe so, they've had, you know, that's after their fourth gin and tonic where they decide to post that. <laughs> it happens. It, it, it happens, and some people do it completely sober, but just might be mean-spirited about it. It it happens. And what you just hope is that uh, that the young man being able to you know sift through that, whatever school he's considering, that you know, that he kind of takes all that into account. It happens. It's it's just it's just part of the deal. So, you know. Somebody else asked anything on the baseball transfer portal. Well, what we know is 
uh, Mitchell Daly put his name uh, into the portal. And for folks who and – and I heard a lot of folks express some genuine shock out of that as, as someone who was around the program quite a bit this spring. I would not say that I was shocked about that. Uh, Mitchell had gone through some struggles this year. Remember, he was batting about 230 at the – or 229 at the end of the season. Uh, did have some big hits. Had, had the home run against Louisiana. Had a home run against Stanford. He did. He had some big hits. Uh, and and at one point, I don't think he wound up at, at at the end of it, but at one point was leading the Longhorns in hitting an NCAA play in the regional and super regional combined. But also remember that he had lost his starting job at shortstop to Jalen Flores and probably would not have regained his starting job had Tanner Carlson not broken his arm uh, to, to take him out of the postseason, which then moved Flores into the DH. Uh, and daily back to the shortstop role because he'd been a little more experienced fielder. So, uh, but I do believe the coaching staff believes the future of that position is Jalen Flores at shortstop. So, so that's why I say, and and really and truly, even a guy with three years in the program, including his time as a starter, we should not be surprised when someone puts their name into the portal. We see it in all sports. We live in a different age now with what goes on with the transfer portal. It's a lot different than it was three years ago, certainly five years and beyond. But it, it, it's, it's always, it's ever-evolving right now. And again, that's, that's the thing where the fan shouldn't take it personally on if, if a guy decides to leave one program. It's the same, it, it happens the other way. In addition to uh, Mitchell Daly leaving the program, Will Rigney, really talented right-hander who'd uh, been uh, with the Baylor program the last three years, is transferring to Texas. Yeah, And for Will, his biggest thing is getting healthy and sta- or staying healthy because he's battled injuries uh, throughout his career. Um, but, that's the, but, you know, you, you get some, you lose some. You give some, you get some. You know, that sort of thing, you lose some in the portal. It didn't take long for Coach Pierce to address the the pitching because I think going into this offseason, what he does, everyone will be watching what he does in the portal when it comes to pitching, Craig. And I think he started yeah. off uh, on a great note by adding the right-handed from Baylor. You mentioned yep. he's he had a, a really good series against Texas, I believe, earlier this year, and I mm-hmm. think he's going to be a huge help to the bullpen. Yeah, and, and I do agree with a texter here who says, say what you want about Mitch during the season with his struggles – but he never let it affect his approach. He came up with some good moments in the postseason. Could not agree with you more. In fact, um, when Mitch uh, was informed, and I talked about this on the air, Mitch has talked about it on the uh, in, in interview sessions. When he had the conversation with David Pierce when he said, I'm going to let Jalen start at shortstop, uh, Mitch didn't pout. He didn't complain about it. He said, I just got to get better. He says, I, I, I've got to get better. And he had, a, he had a really good approach and a good attitude to it as all. So you, we wish him well. Good guy. And, uh, and, uh, and, and gave them some moments in the postseason. Totally agree uh, with that. I, I was presenting the numbers and the totality of the season and the situation in his case. So uh, we wish him well. We hope it goes well for him.